The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up. Where the dawn of the east meets the twilight of the west and the cool of the north touches the calm of the south and the transcendent power of love touches earth in the humility of Christ. Here and now where the head of the Charles reaches out to the heart of the country, we gather for ordered worship upon this matriculation Sunday. The liturgy, music, and homily are offered this day for the class of Boston University 2021, for our gathered community here within Marsh Chapel, for our radio congregation across the states of New England at WBUR 90.9 FM, and for our internet listenership now and later at WBUR.org. We welcome your prayerful material support, your written or emailed responses, your self-selection of forms of leadership and service in our midst, and as the Spirit moves come Sunday, your presence with us in worship. This is the day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. As we are able, may we stand in the praise of God.
May we pray. Almighty God, the fountain of all wisdom, enlightened by your Holy Spirit, those who teach and those who learn, that rejoicing in the knowledge of your truth, they may worship you and serve you from generation to generation. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. A lesson from the book of Exodus, chapter 3, verses 1 through 15. Moses was keeping the flock of his father-in-law, Jethro, the priest of Midian. He led his flock beyond the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire out of a bush. He looked, and the bush was blazing, yet it was not consumed. Then Moses said, I must turn aside and look at this great sight I see why, and see why the bush is not burned up. When the Lord saw that he had turned aside to see, God called to him out of the bush, Moses, Moses, and he said, Here I am. Then he said, Come no closer. Remove the sandals from your feet, for the place on which you are standing is holy ground. He said further, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look at God. Then the Lord said, I have observed the misery of my people who are in Egypt. I have heard their cry on account of their taskmasters. Indeed, I know their suffering, and I have come down to deliver them from the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land to a good and broad land, a land flowing with milk and honey, to the country of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. The cry of the Israelites has now come to me. I have also seen how the Egyptians oppressed them. So come, I will send you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? God said, I will be with you, and this shall be the sign for you that it is I who sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall worship God on this mountain. But Moses said to God, If I come to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your ancestors has sent me to you, and they ask me, What is his name? What shall I say to him? them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. He said further, Thus you shall say to the Israelites, I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, Thus you shall say to the Israelites, The Lord, the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and this my title for all generations. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
lesson from St. Paul's Epistle to the Romans, chapter 12, verses 9 through 21. Let love be genuine. Hate what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lag in zeal. Be ardent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in suffering. Persevere in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Extend hospitality to strangers. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. If it is possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave room for the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. No. If your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. For by doing this, you will heap burning coals on their heads. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please join, please join me in reading responsibly verses from Psalm 105 with the Antiphon. give thanks to the Lord. Call on his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing praises to him. Tell of all his wonderful works. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Remember the wonderful works he has done his miracles, and the judgments he uttered. O offspring of the servant Abraham, children of Jacob, his chosen ones. Then Israel came to Egypt. Jacob lived as an alien in the land of Ham. And the Lord made his people very fruitful and made them stronger than the foes, whose hearts he then turned to hate his people, to deal craftily with his servants. He sent his servant Moses, and Aaron whom he had chosen. Praise the Lord. Please rise as you are able for the singing of the Gloria Patri and the reading of the Gospel.
The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Matthew, chapter 16, verses 21 through 28. Glory to you, O Lord. From that time on, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and undergo great suffering at the hands of the elders and chief priests and scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, God forbid it, Lord. This must never happen to you. But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. Then Jesus told his disciples, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit them if they gain the whole world but forfeit their life? Or what will they gain, give in return for their life? For the Son of Man is to come with his angels in the glory of his Father, and then he will repay everyone for what has been done. Truly I tell you, there are some standing here who will not taste death before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. The Gospel of the Lord. be seated. And so this exuberant moment has met us again, the one 
time of the year when the school is reconstituted and matriculation arrives. May we never lose the sense of thrill and of joy of this day of new beginnings. Some of you have said goodbye to siblings and father and mother, mater, and said hello to Alma Mater, from mother to soul mother, and here we are together in this service of worship. Spiritual life in college begins with a walk, as you have taken a walk through the dim mist of this Lord's Day this morning. Walk slowly, that one, two, left, right, love, dub, solely, sombra, left foot, right foot, hay foot, straw foot. It's the body, but it's the soul alive as you walk along this and every day, every Lord's Day. Because you have done so well on the SAT, many of you have been admitted to Boston University, and so already you know the meaning of the great French phrase, flâner dans les rues, meaning to saunter, holy, saunter down the street to absorb the sights and sounds of the walkway. You're going to take a walk in a moment up to the great matriculation service just early this afternoon. Winston Churchill said of Commonwealth Avenue, though he really meant the blocks to the east, it is the most beautiful street in America. He was not wrong. So walk, walk in the morning, walk, walk at midday, walk, walk in the evening, walk, walk in the autumn and the sunshine, walk in the snow when it comes in a day or three, but walk, especially walk this way, the one walk on which all others depend, so balefully unappreciated here and there, but it is so true, is your walk here to lift in song and prayer, in voice and scripture, what lasts, matters, counts, on which you depend. That is, come Sunday, we gather to remind one another that you are, we are, you are a child of the living God, and we are children together of God. So walk slowly in the spiritual life you lead in college. Now that you're here, you will listen, of course. So you are here, so you can hear. Listen intently the beautiful readings from Moses to Matthew and all in between themselves can be the gospel. Listen. Faith comes by hearing, not by seeing. Faith comes by hearing not by scanning. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Listen for a word of faith in a pastoral voice toward a common hope. For a word of faith in a pastoral voice toward a common hope. Listen intently. Our passage from Matthew 16 was written in the year 85. Jesus taught in the year 30. And in between, there were many conversations, listening and speaking. Do you notice this teaching is actually at daggers drawn with with itself? On the one hand, you have a fairly liberal 
statement, those who save their life will lose it. Those who lose their life will save it. That is, those who give and give liberally and give not counting the cost. But on the other hand, a more conservative rendering saying, what can one give for one's life? Liberal, conservative, giving, protecting, hour by day by month, which shall it be for you? Ah, that's where conscience comes in, and that's where we say in that beautiful old American English idiom, it's up to you. Or as the Scots would put it, you need to keep your wits about you. Listen carefully to what is said and also to what is not said, to the dog that does not bark, and push and challenge your friends, your roommates, your teachers, your professors, your ministers, your preachers, to determine over time in a lasting fashion what holds, what is real in life. Listen carefully. Read. Now we are a reading people. If there is one joy that we could conjure in the few months and years of college is a lifelong love of reading and of reading together. These scriptures are the stories of faith that guide us, guide us one by one and guide us together as well. This generation of the class of 2021 has with the rest of the world come of age breath by breath since the time of the downing of two twin towers. You know, in the year 2011, as the university chaplain, to offer condolence, I telephoned the 50 or 60 families who had suffered loss in that hour. Some had changed their number. Some didn't answer. Some answered by answering machines. Some picked up, listened, said thank you and goodbye. And a few spoke in conversation. You have come in breath to breath in this era, era of, te- uh, of terror taking down a tower and of fear taking down a tower. But you know, by analogy, this is a rhetorical move now, I'm going to ask you to think about, in analogy, two other towers that also, in part, have come down in this generation past. One is the Tower of Peace, and one is the Tower of Voice. Terror plus technology leads to to trouble. Fear plus falsehood leads to fascism. The good news is that this generation, with others beside it, has a chance, as was done physically in the southern tip of Manhattan, to rebuild the tower together, to rebuild the towers of peace and of voice. Your voice is the most important, personal and important thing about you. It's more true to yourself than your skin pigmentation, your hair color, your fingerprint, your gait. It is your own most self against all technological odds in these years. Find your voice, partly in reading and carefully noting, and there will come a time when you want to memorize what you have read. Professor Jones, I don't know him, Trinity College, I don't know it, said in print this week, I know what he means, sometimes you just need to memorize things because then you see, you notice how you notice. 
You read how you read. You understand the habits that give you your habitual being. So as this congregation knows from earlier infliction, today's epistle is one dear favorite of mine. Take the scripture that you know and hold it. Yes, you know the Lord's Prayer and the Beatitudes and the Apostles' Creed and the Ten Commandments, but find a scripture that is yours like this. Let love be genuine. Hate what is evil. Hold fast what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Never lag in zeal. Be ardent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in your hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Practice hospitality. Read carefully. And think in spiritual life in college, Heather Heyer's mother had something to say after the tragic events in Charlottesville, did she not? Do you remember what she said? Her admonition began with the word think, but it concluded. She was speaking to the erstwhile leader of the free world as she mourned the loss of her daughter who had been killed in a tide of white racism and a tide of ethnic nationalism. We are in through the first year of a decade of humiliations. You're point nine of the way through. Our granddaughter all summer said her birthday was in late August and she said June, July and early August she said I'm 4.9, I'm 4.9, I'll soon be five. You're nine, point nine, and you've got 9.1 years of work and labor and external humiliation before we move through this cultural collapse. What did Heather Heyer's mother say mourning the loss of her daughter? She said maybe she was thinking about Edward Baptist's book at Cornell some years ago, The Half Has Never Been Told, Slavery and the Making of American Capitalism. You know, we live in a house 19 stories high, and we're at the top, but the first three stories will, were built with stolen land and slave labor. It makes it a difficult place to be, said her mother, speaking to the erstwhile, the Germans have a phrase, the sogenante leader of the free world. Think before you speak. Think before you speak. In this year, this season of spiritual growth, may your spiritual life in college, this and this year and every year in the years to come, involve a capacity to walk slowly, to listen intently, to read carefully, and to think before you speak. Boston University, proud with mission sure, keeping the light of knowledge high, long to endure, treasuring the best of all that's old, searching out the new, our alma mater evermore. Hail be you.
please be seated. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Marsh Chapel and the beginning of a new school year here at Boston University. My name is Jessica Chica and I have the privilege of serving as the university chaplain for international students here at Marsh. We are so glad that you are a part of our community today, whether you're seated here in the nave, listening live on WBUR or WBUR.org, or later via the podcast. We especially want to extend a warm greeting to our new and returning students as they prepare for this academic year. As it is the beginning of the year, there are many events and announcements that we would like to bring to your attention. Today is a communion Sunday. Uh, wine will be served at two stations on the pulpit side and grape juice will be served on the lectern side at two stations. There will also be a healing prayer station under the first stained glass window over here for anyone who would like to partake in that. Um, on Wednesday at 4 p.m., we invite members of the BU community to attend a memorial service for Susan Jackson. Professor Jackson served as an assistant provost for the university and a senior associate dean for the College of Arts and Sciences over her 35-year career here at BU. Marsh Chapel is hosting a number of first-week events, which we hope students will participate in this week. On Tuesday, start off your first day of classes with breakfast provided by the chapel and prepared by myself and Brother Larry downstairs in the Marsh Room at, from 8 to 10 a.m. Stop by any time during that time period. On Wednesday, representatives from various religious life groups will be tabling on Marsh Plaza for the Religious Life Fair from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Please stop by to learn more about religious life opportunities on campus. On Thursday, the chapel will host a garden party on the BU Beach from 4.30 to 6 p.m., weather permitting. <laughs> Please join us for light fair, iced tea, and fun games that evening. A rain location will be announced if needed. On Friday, Brother Larry and I host the greening of the dorms from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Marsh Plaza. This is an opportunity for students to exercise their artistic abilities and green thumbs by painting small terracotta pots and planting seeds to have some greenery in their dorms as the fall and winter approach. On Saturday, the Marsh Organization for Volunteer Engagement will have their first gathering. For more information, to, here are two of the leaders of MOVE, Tom Badson and Nick Rodriguez. Good morning. My name is Tom Batson. And I'm Nick Rodriguez. And we are two of the five leaders for MOVE this year. MOVE stands for the Marsh Organization for Volunteer Engagement. Now, many churches around the country prefer the term youth group. However, we decided to make the term a bit more academic because we're all college students now, right? <laughs> At MOVE, we provide a place to make new friendships and connections, talk about our personal faith journeys, and participate in community service activities together to make Boston an even better place to study and live. We meet once a week downstairs in the Thurman Room, and food and laughter are always provided. Our first event will take place this upcoming Saturday at 6 p.m. here at Marsh Chapel. If you would like to sign up or if you have any questions, feel free to see Nick or myself outside on the left portico directly after the service. Thank you. Thank you. Next Sunday, Marsh Chapel hosts its annual Welcome Back Cookout on the BU Beach after the 11 a.m. worship service. We hope that you will please join us for that. And now with some announcements from the Marsh Chapel Music Department, our Director of Music, Dr. Scott Allen Jarrett. That's my cue. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much, Jessica. Um, I'm so happy to greet all of you, and especially to those of you who have never been to Marsh Chapel 
to BU or to Boston, uh, particular and special warm welcome to you on this cold, rainy September Sunday. We're very glad you're here and hope you'll find home here at Marsh Chapel with all of us. I bear special greeting on behalf of the many musicians that make up music at Marsh Chapel. We have a number of choirs and opportunities uh, for you to participate and be involved, uh, singing, playing instruments, and so forth. And there's a lot of information in our term book, and I invite you to, per to peruse that document at your leisure and be in contact with us at the emails therein to find more information or to learn more about how you can participate. The ensemble that's singing this morning is the Marsh Chapel Choir. They had their first rehearsal this morning at 9 a.m., and we're off on a good start. Uh, it's a wonderful new group, and we welcome some new faces to our leadership and to our ensemble, and we hope to welcome you uh, to that number in the coming weeks. In the bulletin this morning, this morning there is an information brochure about the Chapel Choir, how you can join the uh, concert series, repertoire, and uh, additional details there. Please take a look, and we have auditions this coming Thursday night and next Thursday night. The Marsh Chapel Choir is open to all by audition, to members of uh, our congregation, to members of our chapter, to alums, and especially, of course, to students. So we welcome all of you um, and look forward to an exciting year of music here at Marsh Chapel, our Gospel Choir, our Thurman Choir, our Marsh Chapel Collegium, and, of course, the Marsh Chapel Choir. Thanks very much. Thank you, Scott. For all of our Marsh Chapel news and announcements, please visit the chapel so chapel's social media pages on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as the chapel website, bu.edu chapel, where there is also the opportunity for online giving. Now, as the ushers wait upon us for our offering, let us remember that it is a gift and a discipline to be a giver.
We give you thanks, O God, this day for life and work and peace. Now bless these gifts and the givers, we pray, to the work of ministry in this place and throughout the world. Amen. Jesus said, before you offer your gift, go and be reconciled. As brothers and sisters in God's family, we come together to ask God for forgiveness. Father, you are always present. Forgive us for not reflecting your faithfulness. Jesus, you are always self-giving. Forgive us for living for ourselves. Holy Spirit, you always lead us forward. Forgive us for holding back. May God Almighty forgive all your sins and keep you walking in love through the Spirit, for Christ's sake. Amen. Where two or three are gathered together in my name, says Jesus, there am I in the midst of them. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Let us share with one another signs of Christ's peace. Wise and gracious God, you spread a table before us. Nourish your people with the word of life and the bread of heaven. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give God thanks and praise. Blessed are you, Lord God, our light and our salvation. To you be glory and praise forever. From the beginning you have created all things, and your works echo the silent music of your praise. In the fullness of time you made us in your image, the crown of all creation. You give us breath and speech, that with angels and archangels and all the powers of heaven, we may find a voice to sing your praise. How wonderful the work of your hands, O God! As a mother tenderly gathers her children, you embraced a people as your own. When they turned away and rebelled, your love remained steadfast. From them you raised up Jesus, our Savior, born of Mary, to be the living bread in whom all our hungers are satisfied. Jesus offered his life for sinners, and with a love stronger than death, opened wide his arms on the cross. On the night before he died, Jesus came to supper with friends, and taking bread, gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to them, saying, Take, eat, 
This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. At the end of supper, he took the cup of wine, gave you thanks, and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. Great is the mystery of faith. Thrice holy God, we plead with confidence Christ's sacrifice made once for all upon the cross. We remember Jesus dying and rising in glory, and we rejoice that he intercedes for us at your right hand. Pour out your Holy Spirit as we bring before you these gifts of your creation. May they be for us the body and blood of your dear Son. As we eat and drink these holy things in your presence, form us in the likeness of Christ and build us into a living temple to your glory. Bring us at the last with all the saints to the vision of that eternal splendor for which you have created us. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior, by whom, with whom, and in whom, with all who stand before you and earth and heaven, we worship you, almighty and all-loving God, in songs of everlasting praise. Blessing and honor and glory and power be yours forever and ever. Amen. And now, with the confidence of children of God, we are bold to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body, because we all share in one bread. for all things are now ready.
Let us pray. God of all mercy, in this Eucharist you have set aside our sins and given us your healing. Grant that we who are made whole in Christ may bring that healing to this broken world. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. May the sun so warm and bright on you, your darkest night a star shine through, your dullest morn a radiance brew, and when dusk comes God's hand to you. The blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be and abide with each one of us now and always. Amen. <laughs>